As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy. Tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. All right. Welcome to Take a Breath with Joe and Tom. Let's timestamp this. It's um, March 16th, 16th. Day, bef- yeah. day before yeah. St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Um, you know, we look like we're on the upswing, although uh, I'm, 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 I've been around long enough to know that winter is probably not completely done. No. This is the mind. Uh, they screw, they, you know, Mother Nature screws with your mind this time of year. You think, all right, we made it. And then yeah. there's always uh, one, you know, you can go into April with snow. But anyway. Yeah, no, it's doing, sunny Tom? today. It's great. It is sunny today. And we're going to look at 50. But I saw a snowflake on my iPhone Saturday. So you're you exactly go. right. So it's it's a beautiful day. And, and we are inside today. So let's enjoy all this. All right. Time. Well, as a reminder, take a breath is a podcast where Tom and I, who have seen it all at this point, we've built businesses, we've been, we've had success, we've had tough times, we've had it all. We have kids, we have wife, you know, each have a wife. Um, and this podcast is about how to take anything from zero to one, whether it's a business, family, uh, anything. Any 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 type of thing you're trying to create and and make better and improve and and so we we touch on a lot of things business and personal so right. let's get right into it uh, Shark Tank Shark okay? Tank Good um, I think Shark Tank is a great um, educational show for sure for kids to watch, but really for anybody to watch, you know, I majored in business uh, at the university of Delaware. And I, I I think shark tank is like a better education in some ways. Uh, No, no slight on, on Delaware. Um, It's an accredited institution, but I hear all the time when people are building their business, like, yeah, man, we're going to take this on shark tank. And that's like a goal. And I, I, I think that uh, people should amend that. Uh, thought. And it's kind of like if I'm a singer, uh, well, my name is Joe Singer, but if I'm a real vocal singer and my goal was to, 
you know, have a successful career. And I told you, you know what? I, all, all I want to do is get on American Idol or The Voice or something like that. Right. Like those things are there uh, to help you for sure. But if you could build your business, keeping Shark Tank, let's say in the back of your mind, like who, who gets funding, you know, what, what types of businesses or what types of situations do the, those, those guys, uh, the investors ultimately give money to, that's useful, but it shouldn't be your ultimate goal to go into business with Mark Cuban. I mean, you, right. you want to give away 10% of your business, you know, that, right. that should be your goal. How do I grow this business without giving it away? And if I need to, you know, obviously we're in a capitalistic society, you need capital. Um, there are times where it makes sense, but the goal shouldn't be getting on, on Shark Tank. The goal should be having a business that somebody in Shark Tank may want to invest in. Right. That's the goal, but it shouldn't be necessarily my goal is to have an investor that I give away money. Well, yeah, to. it's called Shark Tank for a reason. There, there are four sharks, sharks up there. You know, they're sharks and they're, they're, they're looking for a great deal. And, uh, and you never want to give up too much equity of your company. Well, exactly. And, and I don't, I mean, do I, and do I want to be working for any of those, those sharks up there, you know, taking direction from them? Now, I do see, I mean, they, they have value. And I guess everybody that goes on there does get, you know, that, 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 that awareness, exposure, you know, just exposure which is great, but but I, I would agree. No, you're you know, right. I, I mean, because if you if you're if you're creating a business, I mean, I guess you do hit a roadblock sometimes where you just need certain guidance or tools or manufacturing plants or or you know uh, QRs, Q, QVC or whatever to to really push you to that right. that next Channel. level. Right. Um. But but I, I I would agree. I mean, that shouldn't be your goal because you are, that means you are giving up a stake of, and typically it's these, these, these young people or these, these entrepreneurs that have put all their sweat, blood and tears, you know, and their life savings into yeah. these ideas. And then give and, and you got, you got a shark over there. Ah, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give you a hundred grand for 50% or whatever. <laughs> and they're not, you know, they're kind of taking it seriously, but they've got a million other projects, you know? So how do they, how do you know that that one's going to really take off? Um, so yeah, it could be a kind of a desperate, desperate move, but uh, I, I and, and it's it just a, it's a mindset, you yeah. know um, you know, if you want to have friends, don't worry that you're not meeting people worry that you're someone that you think somebody would want to be friends with. Right. If you're, this could be talked about, about podcasting or any type of content creation. Don't worry about, uh, oh, I have a podcast. I want to, I want a hundred thousand listeners. No, right. make sure that you have a podcast that is worth listening to that you would listen to if, if it, if you weren't on, on the podcast. Um, nice. and, and, and actually, you know, that I, I did have that, that one thing as a, as a, as a bullet, but I, I think that's about it in terms of podcasting. Um, I know we just kind of, uh, switched from, from the, the shark tank discussion to the, to the next bullet. But when, when I get asked a lot, like, how do you, because we have this podcast, right. how do you get started? How do you get an audience? How do you, you know, what do you do? And the truth is, is that, uh, you have, I, I think the only thing you can do is create content that you would want to listen to and that you think is worth listening to. Yeah, and understand, and understand that every day 
of of our challenging moments and and our and our you know successes and failures is chock full of stories that we can educate somebody else you know Absolutely. like if you forget about that like and i love and, and i'll tell my my story i always like yeah. to tell stories we'll, we'll save it for a little bit um mm-hmm. i always like to tell stories um in this podcast because they're real um they 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 should be shared mm-hmm. i've learned something from them and and then somebody else is going to learn something from them. absolutely so, like you lose sight of that when you're inside work all day and you and i've gotten to the rhythm i'm like Wow, that would, that would be a great. That's a great story, or that's a great that that that's a great something I overcame. People people could learn from that, or somebody could be like, you know what, I I just I just ran into that situation yesterday, and that was helpful because I mm-hmm. I used your your information, and and it's it's that simple, you know. And if we're succeeding in our business, and we're failing and succeeding and challenging ourselves and succeeding and growing and moving back and and all that stuff that comes with with businesses, then we've got something to say. We, we, it's it's real, you know, and it, it exists. So. Well, and, and 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 most successes, I mean, every company on LinkedIn is trying to tell you how great they are. That's not really interesting, you We're know. Real. We're real. Uh, well, it's not real, but it's not. I mean, who knows if it's real or not? It's 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 just it's not really interesting. People want to hear your struggles. They want to hear what you did to get out of them. They they, they want to hear your successes. Right. But they want to hear like, oh, my God, everything was stacked against us and we did this and we came out and, you know, this is the lesson that I learned or, you know, they want it. They want to see the sausage maker. Right. Yeah. Or learn about it. I mean, they, you know, and, and, and again, those nuggets, whatever you're doing in your life, um, you know, when you're building anything, when you're when you have setbacks, when you're yeah. you don't think you can go on anymore and you do. Yeah. That's an interesting story. <laughs> well, and I'm sure, I'm sure, and I would love to hear more stories about setbacks changing the way you do things and then overcoming. And I I gotta believe, and we experienced it. I gotta believe there were so many setbacks in this COVID era. And we're yeah. now, you know, we talked about COVID, we talked about inside of COVID, and we we followed our patterns and trends and how our verticals have had changed and our audience changed based on our technology like we were on top of it because it directly affected our livelihood and it was a challenge and it was it was scary but you just can't sit there you've got to adapt and we did adapt we adapted through that covid period and this is my story now too uh, the, i i we we are now you know we do work with a lot of aec um, companies, architect, engineer, construction, and we're getting a resurge in in our inter- in the interest of our tool recently. And you and I are thinking, what, what's going on here, right? Like, why why are why are construction companies and engineering companies now paying attention? And we did start to to put it together that people. I mean, this it's it's pretty simple, but people are going back to the office. Yeah. So our tool is now serving up more engagement intelligence for these organizations. But, but not only that, here's my story. These are two, two credited, uh, well-known, excellent uh, commercial construction companies. I had recently in the last week spoke to two of the, the business development execs, and they both had very similar stories. 
now people are also back networking. They're touching people. They're in the 3D world. So, and that's very exciting for the AEC community. And they they are now networking. And I had talked to one gentleman's name is Paul, and he goes, "Yeah, I was networking with with uh, with this company, and I saw that they were engaging with us. You know, the following week, I had called them, and they had said something like." I was just thinking of you. I was just searching, you know, I, I, I was just thinking about you, our discussion. I was on your site. You must have ESP or something. And, and Paul kind of chuckled because that's what our tool did. It served up engagement intelligence for him to understand that it's time to engage with somebody that has interest with you. Right. It's not invasive. And it wasn't even an email address, right? It was a company name. It was a company yeah. name. Yeah. But he, he knew who it was. Yeah. He knew it was. He was a deg- degree away. Yeah. It's not invasive. It's not, it's not scary. It's just allowing, you know, a construction company in this situation, uh, ammo to, to help somebody that needs help. And awesome. I'm like, Paul, I love these stories. Great. He goes, yep. We just signed two contracts with them or something. He's like we did business with them that, that following week. And it was merge analytics for the next 10 years. Exactly. So, so I was like, that's, that's amazing, Paul. I'm going to use this story. I love stories like this because, because, you know, I like to tell other construction companies how, how somebody else is using it and all this. About four or five days later, I was talking to another, another um, major construction company in central PA. And the same thing happened. The business dev exec said she was at a networking event and, uh, you know, like on a, on a Friday or whatever. And, you know, you go to these networking events, you talk to people, they nod their heads, you hand out cards, you think they might be, they might be listening or think, you know, that following Monday or Tuesday, she saw that company go to the website and look Mm -hmm. specifically at the services that she was discussing. And she said, Tom, like, that was very exciting because now I know that I can guide this customer through the journey properly. Now I know they're there. I can engage with them early. I know their interest. I know their interest isn't isn't way out here. It's 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 tomorrow or next week, and I'm on top of it. These are two business development executives telling me the same story, you know, within the same week. And I'm thinking, that's cool, but why? Mm-hmm. And we started, and I started to realize this is post-COVID activity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things are changing. Mm-hmm. People are going back to the office. Not everybody. But things are changing and it's benefiting us because we know who to pivot to. As you say, uh, skate where the puck is. Skate where the puck is, man. You know, I can't necessarily, I think it's what you said. You know, when the people are having construction, engineering and uh, 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 architectural needs are in the office, I, I, I don't really know and the irony is you know we were targeting marketing agencies yeah and their analytics are awful and they're in the business i know you know to 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 drive traffic to websites you know and, and actually that this leads me to another bullet right. i don't believe you can be effective with your business unless you're using what you're selling and unless you're having success with what you're selling, you know, yeah. like if, if yeah. you're not, and, and, and furthermore, right. Well, I'll end it there. I mean, I, I, if you're not using, if you build websites and your website stinks, yeah. Or if you're driving traffic and your own traffic is anemic. Yeah. 
uh, or if you're selling a CRM software, but you don't use it, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't think you can be effective. I, I really don't. Um, I agree. It's funny because we do see that with um, marketing agencies. Let's, let's call it what it is. They are hurting right now. They are just hurting. <laughs> I mean, um, but marketing agencies and SEO companies and, and, you know, they, they, they kind of drip or, you know, tout this, this, this service and the first thing I would do is say, "Can I see your yeah. can I see your data? Can I see wow. your traffic? Show me you prove. Oh, to you'd me, be one of those. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I mean, prove to me that you can drive traffic to your site or, or your campaigns work and all that. And then and then we'll then we'll have a discussion. And um, I think the 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 agencies actually in today's environment, the market marketing agencies that can do that are, are actually staying at the top of the heap and and, and are successful. But um, yeah. we have poor, poor marketing agencies. They're, they're really hurting. And, um, you know, they, they, they do use, well, we don't have to go into that. But. No, I mean, there's just so many, so many things we could go here. There was yeah. something else that, I, that I've been uh, seeing um, on LinkedIn, but also just through email marketing. I do not like the style. Like, look, we send emails. I mean, who, who doesn't really? Uh, you got you to gotta try to market yourselves, right? But what I would never do is, hey, have you seen my email that I sent yesterday? Or did you see my email? Like, right. just people are busy. They get a lot of emails. They don't have to stop everything just because you emailed. And and it can rub people the wrong way. Oh, wait. If, so let me. So you're saying. So, that- so I, let's say I am a, uh, uh, someone who's cold emailing you. Gotcha. I email you yesterday, uh, Monday. Right. And then Tuesday, you get another email. Hey. Uh, I know you're busy, but uh, did you see my email? You know, and then Wednesday, I, you know, I'm sure you're so busy. I, you know, you get so, but you know, I, 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 you know, you probably didn't see my email, but here it is. Like, I just don't, I, I you got to give people, first of all, give people a chance to respond. I mean, right. uh, you know, I just don't, I don't know. I mean, it's just, I, I'm not doing a good job articulating it, but the way in the moment that I feel that these people think that their email is the most important email that I'm receiving. They even understood it. Right. Yeah. That's a thing. Like, right. I mean, LinkedIn, it's a great tool, but it's, it's becoming so inundated and, yeah, and just a lot of noise. Yeah. I mean, that's the name of the game, right? Like rise above and be, you know, right. The one that screams loudest, I guess, but but you do have to be tactical. And um, what I appreciate, and I try to do this, but we're busy men too, is I appreciate somebody saying, I don't need your service. I, I don't, I don't like, I, I, or like, don't like, or please don't, you know, email me or DM me or whatever. Like it, it allows everyone to move on. What I, what I don't, what I don't like, and this happens a lot is somebody saying, yeah, call me next month or, yeah, like, uh, you know, the, if we give them a trial, they're like, yeah, I'm going to talk to some, we'll talk, we'll have a group meeting in a month or two. And then you call them back in two months. And I'm like, look, it doesn't, it's a yes or no answer. Yeah. You know, like it's not brain surgery and it's a yes or no answer. And you're not going to hurt my feelings if you don't. And you know what, if there, you have questions or something wrong with it, you got to let me know so I can overcome it or tell you that you, you, you have to go here, do this. But I, I don't like when people just stretch things um, just because they're pushing it off, you know, and I know people are busy. It's, it's tough. It's tough because yeah. somebody does demo and they don't have time to really evaluate it, but what you and well, I that, that, you know, you're, you're playing into, it's a good segue, the dangers of being too busy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had 
like, like we were saying, we were heavily going after marketing agencies and white labeling and doing all these things. And, and, you know, and we were getting a lot of um, interest. I mean, basically every day we were doing demos and demos and demos and demos and demos. Right. And we're like, this is great. You know, we're getting a lot of leads for the marketing agencies. And then we realized that the way we were working with marketing agencies, it was not great margins. They needed a lot more hand hand holding than our normal, what we call one of customers who just put on the pixel and they just, you know, you, you, they're, they're just using it. Yeah. They're not using it for anyone else but themselves. So these marketing agencies who were white labeling, they just, you know, they, I don't know what they thought, um, but they're just, there's a lot of these agencies, like we said in the beginning, that are struggling. Um, and I don't think we would have pivoted if we didn't slow down because we saw, we're like, hold on. You know, no more leads for a few minutes. Like, I, no more demos, really. Like, let's right. let's catch our breath. And then, because we did that, we had time to pivot to, like we said, skating where the puck is. And you know, right. there's in this society, you know, being busy very often right. is mistaken for being successful. Yeah. Right? It's it's almost yeah. like a, a status, like. Hey, Tom, how you doing? It's crazy busy. Yeah, everybody's busy. Crazy busy, right? <laughs> and the, the, the drawback there is if you are crazy busy, I mean, first of all, who wants to be crazy and, bit? you know, you know I, I, I definitely look, uh, I admire the people who are, are, are just relaxing, you know, and, and right. enjoying life, but that's okay. But, um, but anyway, you know, sometimes you have to, to move forward. You have to take a step back. Yeah. Uh, to assess where you are and, 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 and go, you know, take one step back and four steps forward rather than, you know, take little steps and, and, and not really get anywhere. And that's what, that was happening. You know, I'm not, we're not saying we're not going after market. I still, I mean, for the right marketing agency, this is such a great tool. Yeah. Um, and we have them, you know, uh, but they're, they're, they're struggling. Um, yeah, but yeah. it was, again, it was, um, we, we, we identified it as um, something that we needed to investigate. You know, it wasn't an issue. It wasn't a setback, mm -hmm. something we just needed to investigate, you know, because there was a lot of time sp spent with the, the agencies, but mm -hmm. what I, what I, what I, what I found interesting and it kind of made us pivot a little bit was these, the agencies are, they are hurting. So they do like a, what's called a MarTech review, mm -hmm. like a marketing technology review. And they, they, you know, some of them would pull, pull merge analytics out of the stack, you know, and, and we, you know, I do that at home. I do my review. I'm, I pull, you know, Hulu, Netflix, and just, you know, make sure we're not subscribing to everything. And, and that adds up at the end of the year. Um, but what we, what we discovered is that just because the agency was pulling it out of the stack, their clients still wanted merge analytics. And what really rubbed me wrong is that the, some of the agencies didn't tell me that right. I had to go after the clients to say, are you like, are you sure you want this? They're like, no, we want that part. Yeah. We, we want, we want the, <laughs> this, this site analytics, right. you know, tool. We just don't um, want the marketing agency. And what we were finding out is that the agencies uh, were getting dropped and then they dropped and they were throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. Is that the, is that the saying? That is the oh, saying. Yeah, right. Um, and 
it's a good, actually a good saying for this. And we're like, and that was um, educational for us because we had, we had assumed that the, the clients wanted to move off as well. And that wasn't the case. And then we, then we identified what, who, what clients they were. And then that gave us a chance to then penetrate other verticals based on the success that they were having. Mm-hmm. And then that just goes back to say, you know, a lot of the agencies didn't really know how to position or sell or really show or, you know, like, and that's not on them. Not. Because there's not, there wasn't a whole lot of margin there for them unless they were really blowing it up or doing it right. So, right. Uh, but, but the yeah. smart ones, like we have a couple, yeah. like, yeah, you put merge at start. If you're a marketing agency, okay. You start by putting merge analytics on your customer's website and then you wait. Yeah. Then you look at the analytics. Okay. If they're not getting a lot of analytics, sell your services, sell your SEO, sell your email marketing. Sell, you know, if they're getting tons of analytics, analyze them for them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like be the resource that analyzes this data for them. Show Joey, them how good you're doing for them. You nailed it. It <laughs> drove me. I, I've had a couple discussions with agencies that had viewed in a overwhelming amount of, of good, actionable data as work for them. Right. Data is not they, the enemy. They, they did. Data is not the <laughs> enemy. And, and I, I'm, I was like, wait a minute. Did you just tell me you don't want to do extra work for your client? It just blew my mind. It blew my mind. And we've got, we usually have three. Data is not the enemy. Data is not the enemy. You should always look on the other side, whether it's a, an individual or, or a server or a website or, or bots or whatever that is fabricating the data. I mean by that, you know, we've got, we got three situations and this is what, this is just our data and what we live in. We serve up engagement intelligence for those of you who don't know. And we get three situations where usually, you know, somebody says your tool stinks because I'm not getting any, any data. We're just the messenger. That means you have to start from square one and say, it's not the data. You're not getting any traffic. Do you have SEO? How, do you have campaigns in place? All that stuff. It's not, it's not the no analytics is analytics. No, and no data is data. Uh, right. And you can't get mad. You can't get mad because you don't have data. You're doing something wrong. Then we'll flip to the we'll flip the other side. Right. I'm getting all this data. I, I don't it's know crazy. what to do. I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. I, I'm 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 stressed. You're giving me more work. First of all, it's certainly not a president or CEO saying that. And if I heard somebody saying that in my organization, saying all this data is coming in, this intelligence that we can do something with, because these are prospects that have interest in what we do, and you're saying it's extra work, shame on you. Yeah, that's my first thought, and I and I and I and I say those words like, but to their defense, if it is just coming in and there's no organizational pattern or onboarding process or kind of you know surfacing it up to just a few little things, top 20 people that want to go, that are on your site. That's it. You know, you got to really surface up that data, like Google analytics, man, that stuff is overwhelming. Yeah. You, you look at it um, and the overwhelming. So that's, that's a situation too. We're, we're running out of time, by the way. And then there's that middle, that middle road where, where the data is coming in, it's clean, it's actionable. You've got an owner on the other side that knows what to do with the data 
if, if you know that they take the data, they link in, they move it to an ESP, they graduate to a CRM, then they close business. So there's so many different situations when it comes to data. Data is not the enemy. Right. Know what's on the other side. And then my last, my last, and we will have to go here. My last story is you actually told me one of our buddies and clients' websites was picking up crazy fabricated data where where the website was saying they had 200 visitors and oh. merge analytics. We filter out all that, that, that crap, that server activity, bot activity. We're like, no, 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 Matthew, you have eight, you have eight visitors, you know? And that just means that the data is false. Mm-hmm. Data is not the enemy. Look on the other side, who's serving up that data, who's fabricating it. You know, SEO company, let me see with your data. Marketing. And it's widely known. It's yeah. widely known. Yeah. People, you know, they don't want to, um, they look the other way. They don't want to really, they don't want to get involved. And a lot, especially with these marketing agencies who struggle, if if I'm a marketing agency and I'm driving traffic and I, you know, I tell you, hey, you had 300 visitors and then Merge Analytics is like, actually, those are really eight visitors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all right, you know, as the owner, you start questioning, uh, you know, if that marketing agency is really worth it. Anyway, I know we're running out of yeah. time. Recommendations. Yeah. Any any movies, shows, books you've been watching? Uh, anything? Um, I'm I'm halfway through Sapiens. You, you, wow. You, yeah, you um you turned me on to that years ago, and I, it seemed like it was a book that really changed you know your your viewpoint. It did, and, and I'm at that point where, um, you know where it really gets into to, to meditation and, and oh, really? the hunter gatherers. Yeah, right? and then and then struggling with you know, cravings, you know, joy, joyful cravings or painful cravings and not being present, you know, and I I really like that part of the book because it's been what you, it's what you've been talking about for a while. Now I can put it, I can put it together, you know, um, so sapiens, I really like it. Um, you know, I kind of get off off my reservation here, there, and there, and and then I re retune in, but, um, I, that's what I'm reading now. I like it. I definitely recommend it. It's got a oh lot of a lot of nice. Uh, it's such an important yeah. book, even if you don't agree with everything. Takes you all over the place. Oh, it's so great <laughs> it's, how like the agricultural revolution introduced yeah. disease because you know yeah. we started limiting. Did you get to that part yet? Um. Yeah. So so the agricultural revolution because you know when we're hunter gatherers, we're moving around, getting different nutrients and different you know from different parts, and right. we're healthier actually. Yeah. And then we had the agricultural revolution where you had a farm and you would yeah you're you're beholden have to the one wheat. or two crops yeah yeah the the more the more the healthier people were the ones that moved around. They were eating right. different food exactly. Yeah, yeah, so if you yeah. just have potatoes, that's all you, the nutrients are. Whatever nutrients yeah. are in potatoes, that's what you're getting, and no other types you of nutrients. Beholden to wheat farms, and that's that all introduced you did. Yeah. all yeah. sorts of yeah. things like disease and different things. It also introduced war because people yeah. had to defend their farm versus yep. another farm. Yeah, that's early in the book. Yeah, it yeah. introduced the idea for you know having to have like a society and a yeah. and a, a civilization you yeah. know that worked together and laws and. All sorts of stuff. I loved yeah. it. Um, yeah. I I guess on Netflix, the only thing I could say is I, I was just watching the uh, documentary about that flight that disappeared, the Malaysian flight. Pretty yeah. interesting. 
Okay. Like nobody yeah. knows where that, I mean, it seems like they're blaming the Russians to be honest. Yeah. But I was hoping they were going to get into uh, whether they like flew accidentally into a different dimension or if aliens stole them. Yeah. Or something. That's, but that's not news. where they went. That's not where they took it. <laughs> you can't yeah. wait to see that first alien. You were- uh, oh, <laughs> I, I, they're already here, man. I know. I know. They're here. But uh, Tommy, happy right. St. Patty's day. Yeah. And uh, you know, keep, keep doing what you're doing, dude. Trucking. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you. All right. All right. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Danielle Wiley hosts a great podcast called The Art of Sway. Danielle, tell us what you talk about on the show. The Art of Sway brings listeners inside the world of marketing as seen through the lens of influence. So each week I chat with an expert guest for a lively discussion about connecting ideas with audiences in an attempt to uncover all the ways influence impacts how and what we discover, purchase, and recommend to each other. Wow. And where can people subscribe? Go to theartofswaypodcast.com, find the show at marketingpodcasts.net, or search for The Art of Sway wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.